Emery, start it off. Take it away. Now, as I'm sure you guys are already aware, and I'm sure the rest of the world is already aware, Havoc has been wreaking or wrecking, excuse me, in the United States. Um, last week, the capital got stormed. The capital of the United States got stormed by protest. No, I won't even call them protesters. Rioters, um, looters, stealing podiums from the Speaker of the House. How, how much is the podium being sold for? Um, I saw a listing that was over a hundred grand. Yeah, oh my! I God. saw that one too on and eBay. And you know, <laughs> if I eBay. doubt these are authentic. But if these listings are authentic, how dumb can you get? <laughs> I mean, go on the deep web, try flipping it, or disassemble it and sell numerous pieces of it, which I'm sure people would buy. But selling a whole podium for only a hundred thousand? Look, only a hundred. I would have sold that thing for a lot more than a hundred grand, dude. But no, no, no. In the first place, it should have been taken. <laughs> oh, absolutely. And, and as, first, an, as an American, I am embarrassed of what has happened. First things first, I want to address how the um, rioting was, um, how the rioting was addressed by the police compared to um, the rioting that was committed over the Black Lives Matter protest in the past. Absolutely. And the backlash to this was almost non-existent, which really baffled me. What, what do you guys think about it? Go ahead, Ernie. Yeah. I say, like, seeing what I saw on the news and stuff, like the, how the police acted during Black Lives Matter protests and how the police acted during these riots um, at the Capitol last week, they, I, you could tell the police were more relaxed. And I, I was looking around, and people were saying, like, if those were black people, you'd think they would have reacted like that. They wouldn't be as relaxed. The security wouldn't have been, like, as low. They would have, like, there would have been more violence on the police's part to the um, protesters, and that's not right. So there's two angles to this. Uh, there's the angle from the black community, and we see how, or even colored people in general, we see how we're treated differently. We see how, because um, multiple groups of people have done some form of protest or some sort of gathering, and in our case, um, we get maced and we get beaten uh, for decades, uh, maybe centuries. Yeah, for, for sure centuries, we've been getting beaten down and, you know, just... I guess, mitigated with relentless intent. Um, they just didn't care about our well-being. But you see, on this, uh, in this instance, they're able to just, you know, kind of do what they want. And it's sad to, to see that image, that it shows the true division and the true inequality in our country. And the other angle, and I heard this on a podcast this morning, the only saving grace to that is that they possibly could have been ready for it. And... You could oh, still call definitely it. Definitely could have. Yeah, you could still call it inequality, but you could have said some form of higher power said, "Let him in, don't shoot, all of this stuff." And you could you could still have the angle that if it was the case of a black group or a colored group fighting for something, there those higher orders could have been give them give them a hard time. I was yeah. about to say a curse word, but you know, like shoot them down basically. But it see it could be the possibility that. Their orders were to just and stand we by. saw all of this coming. Really, today's um the tenth. Am I right? Uh, no, today's the ninth. ninth. The ninth. So yesterday, so we're recording this on the ninth. Yesterday on the eighth, President Trump's uh, Twitter got permanently suspended mm. for um his mm -hmm. tweets that um really promote um all these hate crimes. Well, I won't I won't call them hate crimes. Excuse me. All the all this retaliation from his supporters, mm. and I can assure you that it was Trump supporters that were carrying out all these things at the Capitol. But um, we really saw we really saw all the things leading up to this, 
with their radical tweets, all their comments being extreme and, you know, just going hard for their president that's about to leave office. Like, they're still claiming that um, this election was rigged and Trump, you know, he really wanted to gain over Georgia. And there was that um, leaked audio tape of him saying that to find votes. Yeah, find votes. Wow. Like, I never even heard of that. Fine. I think it was like around 12,000 votes. But like. So were were these Proud Boys, QAnon? Do we know who these people were? I'm sure there were a little bit of them, all of them sprinkled in there somewhere. And. But I can can tell you who these people were. What? They were dummies. Because they they popping up into the Capitol. No masks. No. Like, first of all, we in a pandemic. Well, second of all, you're going to ki- commit a federal crime and you, you're you not hiding your face? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm not g- out sure. here to give crime tips, but what are you doing? <laughs> I mean, you should have came with a mask. What, what's wrong with the you? The dude that stole the podium was supposed to be like. Yeah, they, was, they just had it. Like, they did not care about it at all. There's so many angles to this, though. There's the, the, the angle of the political state that we're in and how the the radical groups sort of drive everything we see mm-hmm. in the media on social media we talked about the uh, the social dilemma the and how the algorithms basically are dictating what we think about the world this is what's withering away our democracy there's so many fa- uh, factors and me and Emery both take government we see how uh, democracy is going to unfold and eventually lead to its own demise Mm -hmm. but it's being catalyzed by this the algorithms basically dictating um who and what people are thinking about and it's just it's unfortunate to see that the majority of the people in america have sort of moderate views and but what's being monetized is radical views and content media the only way they just their goal as a business is to make money yeah and that's a, a rightful thing as a business ernie knows that but what they're monetizing what's monetizing what's monetized in our current like state is conflict mm-hmm. is just chaos and th- they're profiting off the chaos it's it's absolutely insane um but a- along this topic and how sort of radical views are just more shown than the moderate views, not only is this bad within America, it's bad within the whole world. Yeah. I always talk about globalization, and there's all these different races, but unifying under the human race and becoming a multiplanetary species. That's my goal. But all the other countries are looking at us like, these guys are crazy. I don't think it would be wrong to say that now, let me not sound too cocky, uh-huh. speaking from an American's point of view, but other countries really idealized how things were going in America. Oh, yeah. And wanted to, like, structure their societies along the same way how ours was running. Absolutely. Cause nowadays. We're number one, baby. It's America. <laughs> now, America. Nowadays. America. Now, I don't got as much American pride as Caleb here. But, <laughs> but uh, nowadays, uh, it, that real, that ideal of... The United States, like I said this in one of our podcasts last year, uh, that the United States is not united whatsoever. Absolutely not. But, you know, this this idealization of a United States is really diminishing as time goes on. The, the true underlying evil behind this is binary divisiveness. Everybody that's... Hey, 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 hey. Definition, please? Explain. Okay, so <laughs> binary, <laughs> binary as in two groups. Right. Bi. Yeah. So, and then divisiveness as in division. So what, this, what bi, this binary divisiveness is, is all these radical people feel like they're in a fight of good versus evil. 
if you're one of these Trumpians, you're fighting against the establishment, against the people that are trying to put Biden in uh, yeah, the office, the Democrats. If the Democrats. you're um, a socialist or uh, some people that some person that's on the right, you just assume that everybody for Trump is bad. And I don't blame them. I do blame them. But I also you also can't blame them because of the algorithm. What the algorithm is showing them is that all Trump supporters are these people that stormed the Capitol when it could possibly be that the majority of Trump supporters, we have friends that are Trump supporters and they're perfect. They're almost just like us. Yeah. They're in the same class as us. They kind of function from a, a larger scope. They're the same people as us. And not all Trump supporters are like that, but that's what I'm saying. It's the algorithm is just pumping in these, uh, it's giving people less options to know about the world. And I want to talk about free will later in the episode, yeah. but you can only choose from the options that you have. Yeah, or you, you can only uh, choose from options. What's that you have. the difference between a liberal and a conservative? All right. So first of all, a liberal, a liberal is a person to the far to the left, a Democrat. They're just like they have just radical democratic views, and a conservative is somebody far to the right, which like which is a Republican, mm-hmm. and it's like they just like when you um when you're in a political party, you could be like moderates in that party. So like even if you're a Democrat or Republican, you could still like have views that like flip flop on both sides. But like basically, the easiest way to explain it is conservatives they're f- like basically like really Republican, and liberals are really Democrats. Uh-huh. So would you agree with the notion that um, conservatives are not as open to change as liberals are? Hmm. Conservatives are not as open to change as liberals are. Because I what mean, I'm seeing that's, that's now... That's deep. <laughs> what I'm seeing nowadays is... Well, I think, personally, I think everybody is accepting of change, but some more extreme than others. Or it but, might be like... Everybody's accepting of change, but not the change the other side wants to execute it. What the the strength of the liberals is that they've attached themselves to all of the marginalized groups, all the people, not all of them, but a lot of the people, especially colored people or uh, disabled people, um, and because that's liberal views are government helping more people. So all the people that feel like that they have been wronged sort of attach themselves to the democratic side. Yeah. So that's why it might give the illusion as if they are more open to change. But I'm willing to say that it seems as if everybody's the same because at the same time that's we still issue. we still have <laughs> these hierarchical um, tendencies. There's still people that drive the political parties. But I remember on the first time we talked about politics that we both kind of agreed in the sim- uh, sentiment that political parties were bad. But I've kind of been open, my eyes have kind of been opened a little bit, and political parties are, as our government teachers would say, a necessary evil. So now we just need, it. whenever I approach any problem, whenever it's a physics of, uh, problem within physics, mm-hmm. or in this case politics, I try to go down to the fundament, fundamental reasoning, the fundamental, I guess, the state, the place in which all of this stuff propagates from. Yeah. Um, so... This issue with the political parties and stuff, it's mindset. It's people wanting to be above others. Yeah. So we need the – the parties are necessary, but we need more rational and ethical people within My them. thing is the um, promotion of these ter- this terminology being used to categorize people mm-hmm. is really placing them into boxes. And I don't think – like a conservative would be viewed as self-indulgent and not willing to – like, you know, devote their vote to give to others, and whereas a liberal is somebody that's empathetic and feels for others and wants to give to them. But is there really an ideal human who per, um, 
contains both of those traits that it's, is displayed. My thing is there is nobody that's completely em empathetic and there's nobody that's completely self self indulged. That's what I'm saying. So yeah. somewhere in the middle. Right. And yeah, Gray areas. the person I mean, this this structure might be like the only rational thing th that uh, can be carried out to keep uh, an order with between the ideals that people have. Mm -hmm. But I don't think it's the best option. And I don't know if we found that option yet. I mean, because <laughs> now because I wanted to hear what you said oh, no, because okay. like you're about to. Oh yeah, no. Um, I I just I don't know. I, I'm really just trying to wrap my head around the whole this whole situation. It's a difficult. It's it's truly a difficult thing because the person you're trying to categorize is more of like a moderate person who takes mm -hmm. in their own self and who also takes in the who's a, a bridge between conservative and liberalism but um i was thinking about this uh, earlier in the week but when it comes to voting i wonder what's more effective voting for the greater good so if everybody voted for what they think that everybody would want or voting for your own self-interest in those votes the entire voting pool represents what the american people actually want based i wonder which one's better based off of that I would feel like, like, I don't know, I might be wrong, but like, I feel like based on the whole Democratic and Republican ideology, mm -hmm. I feel like Democrats vote for the greater good. Yes. Republicans vote for their own personal right. benefits. And there's nothing wrong with that because, you know, they we do say self-care is the best care. Right. But, you know, you can only care for yourself. Like, you're you're affected by your surroundings. So if the world's burning down... Like, literally, can you content, continue to be that happy, same smiling person? No, you can't. But at the same time, within the conservatism, which is why sometimes I sort of, because I, I know I'm smack dab in the middle. I'm trying to figure out which lane to go into. Yeah. But I find myself on the conservative side sometimes when it comes to that. So even though you more so think about yourself, you also believe in yourself more than the government. So, like, a lot of people complain, like, Where's all this tax money going, right? Yeah, the I don't, I don't see it. I'm paying all these taxes. My community is still garbage. Yeah. What's going on? Where are all these taxes going? The conservative point of view is: look, let us keep the money, and we, as the American people, will deal with that. So yeah. it is looking at yourself, but it's also outlooking and like on the business side. If yeah. your business keeps more money, you're able to affect more people. Yeah. Uh, going into another thing, because this is a really great uh, discussion, mm -hmm. but recently. I, I looked on the news and I'm like, they're trying to impeach Trump again. And I'm like, why, why would they do yeah, that? Because um, he has 11 Trump. more days left in his presidency. Uh -huh. yeah. But then I realized that um, I never heard of this. He can still be reelected. And I was like, why did uh, I ever think that? Okay. And yeah. it, it's dumbfounding to me that they would try to, uh, that um, Trump would try to re get reelected uh -huh. after, you know, all this with the Capitol, everything that's been happening over the uh, past four years, I just don't think the American people would go for it. And, um, you know, I don't think it would be worth it for him. Well, I think his reputation is also a little bit destroyed. Um, when we look back on presidents like Andrew Jackson or Abraham Lincoln or something like that, unless you're a hardcore politician or government person, you sort of attach every president like one sentence, right? We kind of just summarize every president in the past with one sentence. And... I mean, what Trump, regardless of maybe the good things that he could have done economically and stuff like that, now what he'll be remembered as is chaos, is the capital. That's what he's going to be remembered as, as uh, continuing this division. But um, 
I read in an article earlier this week is that Trump isn't the virus. Trump was created by the virus, mm. which is, I mean, obviously he has done bad things and he's driven the division, but the chaos was already starting before him. We were already driving away from each other as a, a society before then. Um, I don't know, man. I don't. I think I def- don't, there's nothing that's going to unify us like some aliens, though. <laughs> we find those aliens, they <laughs> will unify. I definitely do believe that um, Trump would um, run for re-election. He's gonna be old, though. Yeah, he's he like would 74. Run, run for nah, but so you got I do understand why they're trying to impeach him, but yeah. then again, is it worth it? Because I don't know if many Americans, uh, aside from those hardcore, diehard Trump uh, supporters, would really go for that again. But right. if you really think about it, like. Let's say before all of this um, storming the Capitol stuff, coronavirus stuff, Trump had some die-hard supporters. Oh, and he was, uh, in the eyes of many, he was doing well. He still has some die-hard supporters. Now, some Republicans are kind of like detra- cutting ties, detaching themselves mm-hmm. with affiliation from him. But still, like Trump, he has a, even after everything he's done, he still has a big, like, support. Because the problem is... And I don't know too much of what he's done economically, but yeah. I know that a lot of people were agreed with him economically more okay, than the yeah. Democrats. This is the hardest thing because it seems to me socially, Democrats are more inclusive, or the Democrat side, like just how this is how the uh, political party's just been like formed. This is how it looks to most people. Socially, the Democrats the Democrats are better <laughs> because they are more inclusive. They care more about other people. Yeah. All of that, kumbaya. <laughs> um, but on the conservative side, you don't get taxed as heavily, and you get to keep your money. You get to so keep the like, money you earned. You worked for. Yeah, you worked for you your worked money. You worked for your money. Some and some people. I want to get to the point in life where when I work, I'm not working for survival. Yeah. A lot of people mm-hmm. work financial for, freedom. Yeah, financial freedom. A lot of people are working for survival. If they quit their job right now, they, they need another work. job within the next few weeks to a month, or they die. We so a lot of people are working for survival, so they have to vote conservative because, dude, I want to keep my money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, you have to also take into account what point is there to voting for the greater good if you aren't a part of that greater good. Word. Yeah. Word. Exactly. So I do understand where they're coming from, but and it's just it's it's a it's a wild spectrum, man. It's a wild spectrum, man. <sighs> I don't know where I'm going to be Politics voting. Politics really tired. I vote. I vote in a well. I'm eligible to vote a month from today. So if you remember the day yeah. that if oh, if you I as voted. if you as viewers rem- or listeners remember the day that we were recording, Emery said it earlier. Then you know my mo- uh, my birthday, my 18th birthday, <laughs> is exactly one month from this moment. <laughs> hmm. Is there anything else we can really? Oh yeah, what do you guys think about our our our, the scope? Um, So like, how do we look to the rest of the world? Like, what is Germany or China or Japan? America's a joke to the rest of the world. It's a joke. It's a joke. It's been continually building up to that, but I think we're at the pinnacle of ha ha ha. Look at them status. Also, for a lot of countries in the world. Us just, and we're not necessarily complaining, we're just talking about the state of our union, but a lot of people, because people complain about America a lot, and a lot of people from other countries laugh at us when we complain about America, because dude, um, especially for um, women, like, there's a, a, a large majority of 
of the the society that women can't look us in the eyes. We can't bring women on our podcast. Like there's yeah. so many other parts of the world that they're still dealing dealing with like these archaic uh, just problems. And like um, I don't want to get into like communist parties and stuff like that, but like people are like they're still slaves. People are being beaten. People yeah. are human trafficking. All this stuff. So we still have a lot of freedom within our country. We just our freedom is kind of flexing on us right now. And due to the algorithms and stuff, people are just like, we're just being more like, there's a lack of compromise. The more compromise we're able to have, the the better we are as a, a country. And I mean, you, you said I had that American pride. Honestly, <laughs> this is the only setting where I, I'm super patriotic. Patriotism. I just, I really just think it's funny to talk about it like this. <laughs> I, I just think it's comical, but like, Yo, pull up. Like, even what? if we're a joke. Hey, what the pull heck? Up. Like, bro, what's wrong with you, bro? Nobody's, nobody's no. checking America. <laughs> no, Nobody bro. is checking you America. You don't challenge them? Who? Cuba. I don't. Should I, should I remind you the Cuban Missile Crisis? Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> we're getting Cuban through missile scientific crisis? advancement. If we have. <laughs> through scientific advancement, we're going to deflect if those missiles. If we have missiles. diplomats <laughs> from other countries watching this, because I know we have that scope on the podcast. Don't Pull up! Don't listen to him at all. Pull up at all. No, I think we're we, going to end politics right there. We are Next them topic. Boys. Stop. Next topic. Next like, topic. Okay, no. In all seriousness, don't pull up. I love my peaceful haven that we live in. Yeah. Uh, but I just think it's funny. Like it's like a little bit of flex that America does. <laughs> like, I just, I just want to say this one one last thing on like on this topic of the perception of America. Yeah. So I was talking to my cousin last night. And normally, like people from other countries, like. They want to come to, like, he's about to graduate high school. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of people, like, come to America for education. Right. So I was asking him, I'm like, hey, bro, like, after you graduate high school, you think about coming to America? Uh-huh. He was like, no. And, that, <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, that, that kind of surprised me because, like, everybody knows America's, like, like, it's known as, like, the greatest country in the world. And yeah. I'm like, bro, why? Why don't you want to come to America? He's like, bro, I see the stuff. You see, I mean, I'm seeing the stuff that's going on in America on TV, and that junk is crazy. And it's like, where he is is more peaceful. Oh, okay. Yeah. Here. Of course it is. Absolutely. But I I yeah. go I stand on my claim that Canada is the most peaceful of countries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Canada. Yeah. I mean it's cold How outside. Cold you now, may man. be. Right. Okay. I mean, I don't know. I think America we just we definitely have our, our strong positives and our strong negatives. Um All right. We're going on to the next topic that next politics topic, was a really loaded topic and you know we talk about it a lot, but here we go. Ernie, Breezy right. E, so what do you got? The topic I'm bringing in to the Enlightened Brothers today is the topic of finance. More specifically... Whoa, 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 hold on, real quick. The first thing you said was you're a biomedical science major. <laughs> so are you telling me right now you have like a multifaceted uh, knowledge base? So you uh, more you know ladies, more than biomedical ladies, science? hit up my brother. <laughs> you know more than Breezy biomedical e? science? Course, you know man. finance too? Come on, finance is a, he's got a sister money. <laughs> Come on. He's got yeah, money. Don't, don't hide me. Like yeah. Let's get it on. Man, I, need to, I need to come back on set more often. I, I like this environment. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, the topic of finance. So after the storming of the capital, the um, stock market, everything just went up. Every, all the numbers are going crazy. I, I guess it's because of Joe Biden's um, presidency about to come. Like he gets inaugurated in 11, 10 or 11 days. Mm-hmm. And all of the um, Democratic, like, the democratic companies that will benefit well not democratic companies all the companies that will benefit off a of democratic power because as y'all know 
I don't want to bring up politics again, but the Democrats just took control of the Senate. Right. So now that the, the Democrats have the House, the Senate, and the White House. So, uh. in other words, they can pass anything they want. Word. So, a lot of companies can benefit from that. Mm-hmm. So, due to that, a lot of companies in the stock market, like um, the tech companies, the um, sort of like to hear. marijuana companies, <laughs> cannabis companies, everything is uh. going up. Wee. And because of that, two days ago, Hey, old friend, hey. Elon Musk became the richest man in the Check world. Check out the hat, baby. SpaceX, you, you already know we're up. How are you feeling about that, Caleb? King Elon. <laughs> okay, one thing we know about democracies is that they eventually lead to tyranny. And I'm not that, fan, that big of a fan of tyranny, but if anybody has to be king, Elon, man. <laughs> Would you say... <laughs> I'm, 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 kidding. You say? I'm kidding. Eventually, it's going to be me. So I'm telling you right now, I will enslave the entire human race. I want to ask you this, though, Caleb. I'm no, no. We're not letting him get away with that, bro. <laughs> you, be wait, making these out of of, you be making these out-of-pocket wait, comments you all the time. about the human race? Uh, my, I don't know. My, my code messed up. I'm sorry. Oh, he's <laughs> that, was, that was a bug. He's <laughs> lagging. <laughs> remember this day. <laughs> nah, but like, I want to ask both of you guys this. Would you guys say that Elon Musk is the modern day Albert Einstein. Emory go first. Or Stephen Hawking or whatever. You, you this, yeah, big visionary. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, yeah. Um, I yeah. think he's he's blazed the trail for dreamers. Um, I won't attribute him to Einstein just yet, although I love Elon. He's done what he's done is showed honestly like that's where I got my quote because I tried to find like I have a quote that I said on the a podcast uh, last, episode 11, but I couldn't find anybody else that had said this. So I guess it's my quote now. But I said and it's simple. I said, in order to achieve your dreams, you must work tirelessly. I always say that. And hey, it's my quote. Caleb Newman hey, put it at the end. Um, that, but you made that up. I made it. I made it. But I'll put that on my wall. Thank you. But so <laughs> anyway, he's really shown that essence is like coming from South America, although he's crazy smart. And I mean, to some people, intel- high intelligence is alien. That's why people think Elon may be an alien. But like he, he's done, he's shown that truly if you work hard, you can go and get it. Like he's the true story of that. But I won't. But the only thing is for him to be Einstein, like. Einstein changed the entire way we view the world. He has Time to make a dilation. breakthrough that just it, changes how society. I feel like, all right, yeah, what yeah. I can say about that is well, that that hold on, that may be Neuralink. That may be Neuralink. It though. may. It may be Neuralink. Yet. It that, may be Neuralink. Yet. That's what I'm, yeah. That's kind of what I was about to say. What he might not be at that level now, but he's certainly his trajectory. Yes, he's on the right path to like he's right now. He's pushing like barriers that people thought were unbreakable. Right. I think I think Elon is the he's the image of somebody who can do it all per se because that's called a polymath. He's a multifaceted person. Elon, it begs the question. Like I want, I hear people say a lot. Like you couldn't be president. You couldn't go to the NBA, or you couldn't do anything that's like beyond what society deems as up there. Social gravity. But why? Why not me? Yeah, like what? Not? What makes somebody else special? So you could say it's them, but you, you're not a fortune teller. So why not me? Absolutely. Why is it not man. possible for Shout me to, to go Westbrook out there man. and get yeah. it? Why is it not possible for me to put in the work? And why is it? Why should it be possible for you to demean me and say what I'm capable of when you don't know my experiences? You don't know what I'm going to accomplish. 
and you don't know anything about me. Why not me? And the great thing about this Enlightened Brothers experience, not only right now in this amazing episode 12 already, are you viewing three people that will get to that esteemed level one day and that will truly affect their world in their own ways? All of you listening right now, I also believe in that 100%. 100% I believe in that. Everybody who's listening right now and all of us up here, I truly believe they can all change the world. Episode three, I said, each and every one of you have had a world-changing thought at some point. And yeah. I truly believe that. You just that. have to act on it. You oh. have to act on it. Execution is yeah. the number one thing. Aside from the like our friends and family who view this, all of you that we don't know. Yes. Why Why not you either? Yo, I shout don't out know to Samantha, your exp- Sammy, Brittany Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> like, we <laughs> have some real, like, why not y'all? real followers, man, that comment every episode. It's literally illogical to place somebody in a section where you say they're incapable of doing something in a box man. when you you don't know what goes on there in their mind you don't know what they're capable of so why not them absolutely why not you i just want to take this time to say now what you two boys are doing <laughs> is groundbreaking thank you man like bro thank like you, y'all might not i mean y'all probably know what y'all are doing but like this is going to be something like this is like you this puts you on the path do like things like you guys would have never thought of with your life. Hey, regardless, like, because this is definitely not gonna happen. Because I'm that dude, Kayla's that dude, Ernie's that dude. Yeah. But if we fa- fail to hit ground, a uh, rock bottom, I wouldn't be ashamed of anything that we're saying now, even if we didn't achieve them. You know, because what? I firmly believe it now that it's possible and it's able to be achieved. I, so yeah, like, I agree. And sorry for cutting you off. Um, but yes, that's you're absolutely right. We firmly believe it. Not only that. But we believe in what we're doing now, and just like Ernie said, and I do fear my mortality a little bit, and I'm not saying I'm going to die tomorrow. But, live to 300, right? But I, I'm going to live to 300. <laughs> I say this all the time. Um, even Ernie knows. <laughs> but even if something crazy happened, and since I'm going to be the one that escapes the simulation or the matrix, <laughs> if they just pluck me off right now, I will be happy in the words that I've imparted onto whoever listens to us. I'm truly content and, that. you know, this podcast, you guys really should get to know us. So I will be let it known, although it should not influence you in any way that I am a diehard Christian. And I do believe in heaven after earth. Absolutely. But, um, you know, I do fear death. Mm-hmm. I don't, a lot of people say you should live your life to the fullest no matter when you may die. But I do fear death because there are a lot of things I want to see. There are a lot of things that I want to experience on earth, and there are a lot of things that I want to do, so I don't want to die before I do those. It's, it's an inherent fear that we all have. Evolution, and we, we, do, we are animals. There's no animals that are just out there committing suicide. If, if we didn't fear death, then suicide wouldn't be something scary. Nobody would be, it, wouldn't have been, it wouldn't be an oddity among our, our community if there was no fear of death. Ernie, what's that thing you always tell me about life? Live your life to the fullest? No, I just said that. <laughs> like, what, what do you mean? What do I tell you about life? He probably doesn't remember, but he says... He oh, said, life is short? N- <laughs> right, right, he, he said... He Everything's said a vibration. I say a lot of things live your life every day, but you only die once. Yeah. Oh, I like that. It's oh, not yeah. YOLO. <laughs> I like that. You live your life every day, but you only die once. Mm, and, you know, death is something unknown to everybody on this earth right now. It's literally intangible for everybody. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, that fear of the unknown. Although I do know there's heaven, I haven't experienced what it'll be like. Life is all I know. So, 
for all I know, I want to make the best of what I do know. Couldn't if that makes it. sense. Couldn't have said it any better, man. Uh, Wait, we got away from finance. What's going on? Yeah, man? that's what I was just about to say. Is there anything else within the finance that you wanted to bring up? Because, I mean, you already spurred a great topic. But <laughs> barely <laughs> talked about the stock market. Yeah, the Give stock some market. trader tips, man. Yeah, trader tips. He, 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 this is a living, breathing trader. <laughs> I mean, based off like, all right, let me tell you why Elon became the um, richest person in the world. So a couple days ago, the Tesla, it's because of the, his Tesla stock in the market. A couple days ago, his Tesla stock was at around like $780. And the next day, it so shot. Explain huh? the dollars per share thing. Not everybody understands that, really. All right. so In dollars, layman's terms. All right. Dollars per share is basically like a, a person's share price go up, goes up when like, Good news happens of surrounding the company. More people buy in. It's like a supply and demand thing. Mm-hmm. If like there's a there's a um a certain amount of volume or a certain amount of like stocks so I mean shares available, right. and the more people that buy in, evidently the price of it goes up because it's more like like harder to get supply and demand. Yeah, supply and demand. So like so Tesla um Tesla has been like recently pushing boundaries, like announcing like some new stuff and new uh, some new visions that they want. And then people have been just feeding into it, buying and buying, um, investing into the stock because they see it to be very profitable and very like lucrative in the future. So a couple days ago, it was like a, a crazy day for Tesla. Tesla stock went up like 50 or $60 to about like $830, which hmm. pushed um, Elon Musk's net worth over Jeff Bezos. And me personally, I profited from that too, cause I I day trade. I just started. I'm I'm kind of new to this still, but it's a grind. I'm I'm gonna learn. But like I I day traded that Tesla stock that day, and I made some money from that too. So he 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 made money. I made money. So everybody was happy. Everybody's happy. Man. You no, feel me? Except for Jeff Bezos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it, and it's, it's it's inspiring too. Yeah. And especially for someone um, like you, cause um, a, a thing about me and Ernie's uh, friendship. We have sort of been on this entrepreneurial path for entrepreneurial grind. How long has it been now? Um, nearly a year. Nearly a year. Yes, absolutely. So we've been on in this um, entrepreneur mindset, and originally we started at the same. It's interesting. We both started c- kind of near the same point. Reading the same book. Read, we started yeah, off this reading the same book. The Millionaire Fast Lane by M. J. DeMarco. Yes. So we started right there from the same point, and it's it, we've just. I don't know. Life has taken us, and now we we still are in the same realm, but we've well, kind of diverged a little path, way on our own paths. Right, so in the same. Right, he's in the the trading and like more like money management and like yeah. into like super business. And while I've kind of uh, dive uh, divulged or not divulged, like uh, I guess like gone away from business, pure business a little bit, and I've got more near like. Uh, like I don't know, making teleportation guns and like crazy <laughs> stuff like that, and, and code and stuff like that. But it's all within the same realm, man. It's, yeah. It's actually, it's like, cool. like what interests me, like he, as I said before, I'm a biomedical science major, but I also like finance as well. So like, like for me, I would like to mix the two, like pushing like technology business wise. Dang, you're gonna have to cut this. I'm studying too much. No, it's okay, it's okay. <laughs> okay. So what is, for me, it's like mixing the both, like a medical business mixing the two and like having like using both of my strong suits as one well and you know that's something elon musk did yeah mm-hmm. absolutely and there is something you can do episode five it was called what is humanity 
It was the our, that's my favorite and, episode. It, it was me and Emery's first. It's our, our first true epic battle <laughs> on this podcast, <laughs> um, and possibly one of our most epic battles of all. Actually, undoubtedly our most epic battle. And we talked about this technology called CRISPR. And CRISPR. I don't want to get too far into it, but what em Ernie is doing, sorry, what Ernie is doing <laughs> with um, the infusion of uh, biotech and um, biotech and uh, 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 biomed um, going into biotech and business. Um, he could take advantage of CRISPR, um, and this that that's like the gene editing uh, thing we were talking about, episode five. So, look, right now, if you are into, like, biomedical science and stuff, and uh, if you want to live longer or change your genes or all those possibilities and you're new, go listen to episode five because that's, like, a really, <laughs> a really good episode about that stuff. Formative. One thing, uh, one thing for me is I don't like that the world is run on money at all. Mm -hmm. And... You know, money can get you a lot of things. People say money can't buy you happiness, but if you're a vain and material person, it can definitely. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> but um, oh, sorry. But um, I want to. I need to get money, so I might start going into this trading yeah. or just a business aspect because for my goals and dreams of the future, money is necessary. However, I may not like it, and mm -hmm. you know, I hope I can use that money to make it money less necessary. Yeah, it do, it doesn't make sense now, but it will, and, and I firmly believe that. The crazy thing is, our world does fundamentally run on money a little bit, but also with the advent of the algorithms and social media, our world kind of runs on time. Also, with uh, anybody who you think of that makes the most money, just even like so, there's two different people. You could say somebody who has uh, who owns Facebook, uh, Zuck. He has more money because people stay on his screen for longer. Yeah. And he has the ads. That's a function of the yeah. more time he gets, the more money he's having. He has time work for him. Time works for him, exactly. Or Jeff Bezos, Amazon. Man, people spend dang, dang near all day on Amazon. They're putting a lot of time into Amazon. So, like, yeah, we run on money, but we also, like, run on time, too. Like That's what you call passive income for these yeah, entrepreneurs. Passive residual yeah. income. Mm -hmm. Make money in your sleep. In your sleep, baby. Ain't that the goal? Yeah, you just dr you dreaming sleep. about cats and you, f you have hundreds of billions, of, <laughs> not hundreds, of, hundreds of millions of dollars floating into your pocket. Yeah, man. Your, your net worth going up, your respect that's going up, you snoozing. That's the goal. And that's what I said earlier. A lot of people work for survival. Yeah. I want to just be able to live life. And I have multiple life paths that I may decide to go on. But one path is truly finding the underlying uh, like, like source of the underlying order of our reality. And that's what we're going to talk about as the next topic. But I want to truly live life and be able to go on that path. But a lot of people have to work for survival. So that passive income, that's when you're starting to go over the bridge of from working for survival yeah. for uh, working to live. man. For anyone stuck with a nine to five and they want to do things better, just break, break free from the rat race. Just you think uh, you think any king any monumental leader in the world or anyone that provoked a great change had no vision and didn't believe in themselves. You so I think, yourself. I think dreamers are the greatest of all when it comes to possibly being able to accomplish something groundbreaking, Absolutely. because if you don't have the vision, you can't make it a reality. Mm -hmm. And within that dreaming, it's truly breaking free of the social gravity and and it's not placing negatives on other people, but it's it's following what you believe your path to be. Um, 
where, wherever we take our lives, you have to be sure in your decisions. Be it that they, they may be right or wrong. If they're wrong, you learn from it. If you're right, you move on to the next level in life. Um, but it's truly believing in what you want to do. And, you know, a lot of people are scared to take that next step because of the uncertainty of where you'll end up. Exactly. But isn't that how you've been living your life each and every day? No. I mean, <clears throat> like, no reward has been given without risk. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, and, like, personally within my life, I can attribute to it. Um, a lot of people around me originally wanted me to go into engineering or something a degree that ha gets directly transferable to a job and one of my application essays a uh, quick side note a, a big reason why we weren't recording is because I, I was swamped with application essays um, so like for uh, Cornell University I, I wrote in my essay a big problem especially in the black community is um, people going for majors that are just directly transferable to a job maybe I don't want to be uh, a mechanic or a, a, what do those people do that burn tools? Welder. Welder, yeah. yeah. Um, or a, maybe I don't even want to be a doctor. A lot of people pushed me to be a doctor early in my life. Dude, I don't even like blood. <laughs> I don't want to be a doctor. <laughs> um, so things like that. It's like eventually we need to get to a point where you choose whatever you want to study. You choose something that's going to enlighten your entire life, that we're the Enlightened Brothers. That's the whole point of the name of the show. It's going to truly like – lift the essence of what of the way in which you're living because knowledge is power the things that you are learning things that you are truly excited to learn because you can learn anything at anywhere you don't even have to go to college dude i learned most of my knowledge from the internet like you don't even have to go to college there's so many things but you just have to learn because that is human essence anyway we are are blessed with this beautiful brain our essence is to learn things learn things that are true that truly make you happy and since you need money you turn what you love into money that's the whole point if i could make a top 10 um most true quotes that have ever been spoken in human history i think top three would probably be one of them would be knowledge is power yeah and oh absolutely absolutely that holds like there is no way you can refute that whatsoever yeah, absolutely that's why i mean my intended major is is physics because I, I I love talking about all this stuff and I'm gonna also add in some I'm gonna try to bridge physics and computer science because I also love AI but I mean we talk about you know you could argue that our entire podcast is a philosophy podcast mm -hmm. so I may do some of that stuff and neuroscience with Neuralink and stuff like that it's there's so many different things that like. You just go for what you love, man. If you love Rubik's Cubes, man, start a YouTube channel where you start doing some <laughs> crazy tricks with Rubik's Cubes and you oil those little trinkets. And, like, there's there's so many things you, you can love, man. If you love cardboard boxes, build a house out of cardboard. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know, man. Like, it's just go, it's doing what you love, man. Stop. And especially we might have a lot of viewers that are around our age. I mean – you do have to listen to your parents, but like at the same time, you're never going to reach that pinnacle in life. And the pinnacle is different places. Forbes list doesn't have to be your pinnacle. Your pinnacle is where you are in a, a state of pure elation. But when you reach that, where that pinnacle is, it, like Ernie said, it doesn't come without risk. You, you need to take risks. Ernie, you got anything financial related to close out the... <laughs> no, man, this uh, is a philosophy podcast. Yeah. We can't stay hey, on it. I think pretty much everything that needs to be said has been said. Yeah, man. Well, let's move into the final topic on the first episode of the year. 
Caleb, break it down. You already know. Um, uh, um, I was itching to do this topic, and as we speak, we are about, uh, without the editing, we're about 48 minutes into speaking, and, um, you know, uh, as an episode, we owe myself a little bit more because, you know, some people may not stay for the entire episode, and this topic, I really hope that oh, people stay bro, to be here. I, I this forgot. is why... Hold on. What? You said some people might not stay for the entire episode. Oh, secret for message. For those who did. Secret <laughs> message. Secret <laughs> message. Secret Ernie, message. you the, you the ep, uh, guest uh, speaker. Excuse what's your, me. Yeah, what's, what's your the secret, secret message? message? Who was the richest person in the world? I mean... Yeah, so what? it's sort of a quiz. Don't yeah, say that. If you were listening, who became the richest person in the world? Comment that person's name. Yeah. All right, too long for a secret message. Go. What's All right, the topic? So now... Um, the topic, as I was saying, I'm mad that my science topic doesn't go first because we usually go first, but I am reopening a topic of the past because um, while me and Emery have been on hiatus, I have sort of uh, taken my being to the next step um, and just I am all my mind is always bent on this topic and I just wanted to talk about it. I, I prepared a few notes, but I don't have a good way of opening this because it's just, there's so many different things. So I will open it with a question um, to, I guess, like uh, catalyze our discussion. So I'll ask our guest, what do you, do you know anything about our subjective reality? Like, um, or what is your view on reality? Like, it's a hard. It's not really a good. It's not really a good question to ask. Uh, I sh- I, I'll put it this way. Um, like, what is your view on the world of our purpose? I guess. What is the reason for our universe? The reason, like our personal reason, or our, our, like, our, our reasons. Like to, do you know? Do you know anything about how we became? How we came to be? How we came to be? Like yeah. we're talking like biblically. It could be big looking, it could be big bang. I'm just trying to see what you think. Whatever you viewers. believe. Yeah, what do you believe? Humans are made for. Meant for. I believe God created heaven and the earth. Okay. Um and yes, and a lot, of, and a lot of people simple believe enough. That. Absolutely. Um, okay, well, I guess um I'll open it this way. Uh so episode ten, just a, a, a quick recap. I told everybody about um our quantum world. And I basically told um, everybody that we do not share the same reality. Um, our reality is purely a neural function. And anything that you can think, anything that you feel, anything that you would call reality, our universe, is processed through our five sentences, five sentences, our five senses in our, our neural interworkings, right? Everything we perceive is a neural function. So as soon as I learned that, I was already skepticized. Because if I am controlled by this brain, this brain, which isn't, all mine, this brain which has been uh, evolutionary developed over millions and thousands of years, what if my brain is missing something? That was the first thing that kind of led me here. My brain must be missing something. Um, then I came into uh, the, quantum, the quantum realm. I, I became acclimated with quantum physics and I began to, uh, I, I, I came across this thing called superposition. Are you familiar with superposition? No. Okay, so quick thing. Uh, we'll just do the Schrodinger's cat thing again. Uh, so a state of superposition, let's say there was a cat in a box with a bomb. And this box was, it, can't, it cannot be broken. You cannot see it inside the box. Nothing comes out of the box. If that bomb blows up, what do you think happens? A ca- and the cat is inside? Yeah, if that bomb blows up, what the happens? cat dies. You do not know that. You have no way of knowing until you observe the cat. This is the this is the universe that we have been uh, 
that we now know that we are subject to. I really encourage you to listen to episode 10 because I break it down even further. But you are in a state of superposition. That cat, it's dead and alive at the same time. You do not know. This is the quantum mechanical world that we have found to see with the advent of quantum mechanics and the wave function and all this stuff. We know that you do not know. Now, let's take this uh, thought experiment a step further. Let's say there's a big box. There's a bomb, a cat, and a man. So the cat and, uh, the, cat and the bomb are in a see-through box. The man is observing it, but he's also in a room or he's also in a box, and then you're a separate box. A separate box, and then or no, he's like it's like a the the I don't even it's hard to explain. I really need a picture, but the it's a cat in the bomb in a see-through box. That man can see what happens to the cat, but nothing happens to him. So the man stays alive, and then outside of that box is you, and you talk and you know the man's in there, but you still don't know. the 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 bomb blows up, right? So the man observes. Either the cat dies or the cat alives. We know that usually the cat dies because that's what we've subjectively agreed upon. That's just what we decided was our reality, that if a bomb detonates, a cat's going to die. We decided that, and it generally happens, right? So, but there's still a state of superposition. The man doesn't know what the other man has seen until even if he, because he can't hear him. He can't be like, the man can't be like, oh, the cat died. Like, no. It's still in a superposition of states. Now the states are, it could be the cat didn't die, the man saw that the cat didn't die, and or and he, so he doesn't know that. Or it could be the cat dies, or the man couldn't have even seen it. It's it's hard to explain. I'm sorry, yeah. but like it's now it's like double superimposed. Like yeah. you you don't know. So now basically what I'm trying to say is you disagree. So let's say we collapse because this is something called like collapsing the superposition, right? Yeah. So the man sees the cat dies, but. The other man outside the box does not know whether or not yet the cat has died. So it's in a state of superposition. That instance is where we disagree among our realities. Um, that instance is where me and you disagree. So in layman's terms, like when uh, at a point where a decision is make, uh, being made yeah. and like it makes a monumental curve in like what the direction of reality would become. Exactly. What you're describing right now is the double slit experiment. I'll put a picture up here again right above Ernie's head. But I talked about the double slit experiment last time where, um, <laughs> where, um, and I don't want to describe it again, but basically it showed our observation determines what an event does. So you can think of any event. It may not even happen. It doesn't happen unless we observed it. Exactly. Other than that, it's in a state of Like what happened, like you know in a game, like NPCs, they'll yeah. see your character die, but then it just goes back to the point before then you restart the mission. Uh-huh. But let's say the mission didn't restart and the game continued, but those NPCs just continued their normal functions. Exactly. Uh, of course, they observed it through their eyes, but there was no note being made of it. It didn't affect their lives in any way, so they just carried on. Exactly, and we're about to go into simulation theory. But within that, there's also the thought experiment. So I've, I've developed a whole bunch of subjective thoughts. Um, I wish we had more time and this wasn't at the end of an episode. We're going to do another episode about subjective reality because this is my bread and butter. But um, I developed a whole bunch of subjective thoughts. Um, is, is there anything else that baseline I need to give? I said there is a neural projection. I said um, the, the observation of states. Oh, and also special theory of relativity shows that 
we don't experience time the same. You may think that we're all in a universal clock, and Emery even did in episode 10. He was like, uh, I snapped. Did we all agree that snap happened at the same time? But there's no state of absolute uh, simul. Uh, there's no such thing as anything being simultaneous. And we also experience time different. I said, the faster you move through, um, what? Uh, the faster you move through space, the slower you move through time. Yeah. So I, I talked about that. I don't have to go back into that. So now that we have the baseline, I've developed uh, a whole bunch of queries to the universe, is what I call them. Um, so the first one, if a tree falls and nobody is around to hear it, does it make a sound? What do you guys think? Yes. If a tree falls yes. and nobody's around, does this it make a sound? This is if you believe the world, or the flow of the world is consistent regardless of it even if it's perceived, which I agree with. Exactly. So you are among the, uh, the uh, you attribute yourself to the objective reality. You believe that we all live within this one reality. I'm here to tell you, brother, there's too many things that have shown that we don't, but we, we all, it's just we are, have been conditioned to agree so much with each other. So Everything that happens, we agree on it deeply. So basically everybody's living in their own simulation? Everybody's living in their own universe. So perhaps I'm recording this episode today, but currently Caleb's in his room tomorrow editing it. Oh, gosh, you, you might be break. Yes, <laughs> you could say that. That's, that's you breaking from this, the constraints of time. I want to talk about that later. We just don't have enough time to so talk about like it. Like parallel universe, like par the parallel universe and stuff? I believe in many worlds interpretation. So this many worlds interpretation is when there's this the super uh, superposition of states, right? So um, I always use this. Um, say you're proposing to uh, some lady, right? Yeah. You get down on one knee. You show the ring. Before she says yes or no, I believe that there's a universe in which she says yes. Different scenarios. Yes. I believe there's a universe in which she says yes and a universe in which she says no. And, like, you could also think about it like this. Like, before you do something, like, all right, so if you – each action opens other doors to I've, other butterflies. Yeah. You collapse the superposition yeah. and you go right back into more superposition. Like, like, for example, like, if I say, like, for example, yes or no, if she would have said yes – after saying yes, there's a whole bunch of other options. Exactly. That could like after you go through this door, then you get married. Uh huh. Right. Or if she would have said no, your whole the whole your whole life could have changed. Exactly. You'd probably break up with her. Exactly. Start dating other girls. Like, there's like different paths you can go through that will completely change the path of how your life. Absolutely. Goes. And I don't know everything about many worlds interpretation, but um, the many worlds interpretation is that all of those decisions create a that is a, another parallel universe that we can't realize because we are four dimensional beings i talk about space time we have x y z height width depth and time time those are the four di dimensions we can perceive i'm a lover of string theory string theory says we live within 10 dimensions so the fact that we can't perceive all 10 of those dimensions what i learned this morning was that if we if we were 10 dimensional beings we would basically find we would basically know everything that that tenth dimension is the landscape that is time. That tenth dimension shows that because that is assuming that everything is predetermined. Mm -hmm. And once you reach that tenth dimension, you now have the whole landscape of time as your arsenal. This is a bit confusing, but I don't think that we could ever, if there was any scientific concept that we could understand, I don't think this is one of them. Oh, the tenth dimension? We, or because if we, we did... Let's say that we do understand and we're able to perceive all the realities that are not our own. Wouldn't that just open 
infinitely more realities that we can perceive. Exactly. And it would just be limitless. It, and it would be. A, it, I understand what you're saying. It kind of would be. But at the same time, it's it's embedded within us as humans. We like we can't. It, we can't break past it unless we break out of the simulation. Like we can't perceive these ten dimensions. We have to mathematically find it out, whether it's an AI, whether it's a human that oh, okay. mathematically determines it. Because we can't, we can't necessarily experience it. It's like, um, uh, no, I, I don't want. That's a whole another explaining. Do y'all believe? Like I forgot what the exact percentage was, but do y'all believe like the our the um? It says we. I think it was like five percent. We can only like use five percent of our brain. Um. I'm kind of I'm a little iffy on that. I I agree that we don't use like uh, there's probably a section of our brain that we don't always That's use dormant. But uh, but at the same time, like it could just be background calculation. Like what we have to to process this whole reality, especially which I believe that we live among subjective realities. For us to have so much power to sort of live among this one radio wave that we all agree on, that takes a lot of power in that. So. Um, I don't know. I'm not a neuroscientist, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yes. Um, yeah. So <laughs> now I really I want to go into uh, some other questions. So uh, if all humans were blind, color and depth perception would be meaningless. So if all humans were born blind, like what yeah. do you think would happen? Like that would change everything that we perceive. Okay. I perception wouldn't even be perception. It, right. <laughs> we would we would describe our world with touch and smell yeah. and taste. Oh. Um, but I feel like if that were the case, like since the beginning of time, because, you know, humans have definitely evolved in their senses mm -hmm. and their functions, that we would be gain another type of sight. Because you do yeah. believe you hear sometimes that people say um, blind people can see more yeah. than um, those with actual sight. Yeah, because they're since they're, they're lacking a sight, they're reliant and they focus more on one thing, which might be their scent or their sense of touch. So they gain more clarity. In that specific uh, sense. So you believe we'll develop more now? Maybe what's it through evolution? Sight. Through evolution. Through now it. the crazy thing is, we talk about aliens sometimes. Why, as humans, do we assume that they have all the five senses we have? They might have some ultra developed uh, sense that they might be able to uh, live among as five dimensional beings. If they were five dimensional beings, if they saw us, they would just they would step on us like ants. Perhaps there's like us. a vibrational sense. They could have a. There's. Uh, they could be here right sure now. There's, they could be here right they now. Could be we here right now. We, we cannot observe it because <laughs> we only have these five senses. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Our un, our whole reality is this. Big sponge in our brain. You our know head. what they're saying right now? They're thinking they're good, or maybe they're not <laughs> even thinking. Yeah. Or they're not. Or maybe thinking is not one of their senses. Right. <laughs> it's just as likely that they're super intelligent that they have the intelligence as an ant. So we we don't know. Um, but yeah, that's a crazy thing. Another thing. So since we know that our reality functions purely through our minds, why do we exclude? Or I'll just read it verbatim. Why do we exclude things from reality that our brain creates? such as dreams and hallucinations, right? So if everything that we see right now is purely from our mind and we're just agreeing on it, the only reason why dreams or hallucinations aren't real... because other people don't agree on it. Exactly! That yeah, makes sense because perhaps a dream is your experience in an alternate world and maybe we're plane jumping. Oh, okay, so can you, you know? blame somebody for killing if they hallucinated? Obviously, <laughs> yes, because we're, we just decided to agree among this objective reality. But that's truly a mind-bending thing. Now, 
on the subject of dreams, I really want to get into the simulation theory. So, the best, possibly the best movie about simulations you could ever watch is The Matrix. I'm going to quote something verbatim, and I just talked about a dream. So this is a direct quote from The Matrix. Uh, the, guy, uh, the guy was talking to Neo. He said, have you ever had a dream you were so sure was real? Well, what if you were unable to wake from that dream? How would you know the difference between the dream world and the real world? So, so I, I heard some people say, what if reality was a dream, and when you dream is the only time you go to actual reality? That could, that could be the case, but since you kind of float aimlessly during dreams, well, because we, yeah. we don't remember it when we wake yeah. up fully, it could be that that is our real. Yeah. So that is 100% sure, but, you know, Maybe. it could be both. Perhaps this could be an explanation for the uh, deja vu phenomenon, too, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. because an experience in a dream, because you ever realize that you forget your dreams, although you're experiencing them for experiencing them for however long you're sleeping. How does that make sense? Yeah. You forget those dreams. Oh, yeah. That's what you're saying. No, Perhaps they were experiences and the little things that you feel in the, our actual real world mm -hmm. when you're awake are tidbits of what it, like you the, experience. The time, time, um, time perception in the dream is different from real life. Like I've had some dreams. I swear the dream only lasted five minutes right. in my head. But when I woke up, I slept through the whole night. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So you, we could just be asleep. Like we could forget the whole part where we go to work in the day and that's actual real life. If you're saying our dream could be our real life, but like, it's crazy how we decide to exclude things like dream from being reality. We kind of have to, or we will live in a world where nobody agrees about anything. Right. Um, so I'm glad a lot of people don't know about this uh, subjective reality thing because they'll just say, oh, in my reality, da 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 um, Anyway, I'd like to talk about the mathematical likelihood of, of simulation. And on this podcast, I don't really bring in religion as much because I feel like my co-host and, and now Ernie, they both bring in the religious uh, perspective. Although I believe in what I believe in, it's not really my role on this podcast. So I'm just giving the, the, the pure scientific point of view. Um, so... When you think about the simulation theory, there's two probabilities. The first probability. When we think about simulations, there's an original species, right? They create a simulation. That simulation creates another simulation. We know that because we're trying to simulate universes. That universe simulates another one, and so on and so on and so on, infinite. So mathematically, is it more likely that we are in the original universe or we are in the, the infinite other universes? I mean, based off what you just said, it would be infinite. Right. Mathematically, nice. it's more probable that yeah. we're in the more the simulated universes. But an amazing guy had this sentiment. We haven't simulated any other universe that has created another universe yet. We're not near that technology yet. So this is why I marked down a 50-50 shot. Right. It could possibly be that there's a 50% chance that we are the original universe or since that we haven't simulated anything yet we're in one of the universes that hasn't decided that hasn't had the technology to simulate yet so that takes it from a one to billion 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 chance from a a, a 50 50 shot hmm. um but yeah so where do you stand on that where do i stand <sighs> i honestly don't know um <laughs> i the simulating the simulation theory is a little bit comforting just because if our religious beliefs are were wrong and there is no God, if I die, I don't want to be nothing. So 
the simulation gives me hope that maybe when I die, I just come to the real world or something. I, I um, mean, that will go along with you, the law of conservation of energy. Well, if we're in, uh, that's true, but the law of conservation of energy, if we're a simulation, that's just the rule they put into the simulation. Also, okay. And Caleb, are you aware of any scientific explanation for souls? For souls? Um, no. I, I, and that's kind of what I want to go into. I want to be able to see uh, if there's some, because the good thing about my scientific approach is that I come from a religious background, so I'm able to bridge both religion and science. A lot of people that are in the scientific realm right now, they don't even believe in a soul, really. Yeah. They believe that we function purely through our brain. So, um, no, unfortunately, I don't know um, anything about that. But I do want to talk about just like some of the ways that it shows that a simulation is likely, right? Um, first, I'll talk about the observer effect. The observer effect is the double slit experiment that I talked about a while ago. It's that you need to observe something for it to be real, right? So for, for, for any phenomena to happen, you need to observe it. That's why I brought see it. Up, to see it to believe you it. You have to see it to, right. <laughs> so that's why I brought up the tree thing. If there's nobody there to observe the sound, does the tree even make a sound? No. It, you, you have to kind of uh, divulge from, from sound to hearing. Because some people will say, well, the, the tree makes this ripple in the air, so that's going to be the sound anyway. But, I mean, nobody hears it, so if you don't hear it, is there a sound? Like, there's lots of things, and if we were born deaf, would there ever be sound? That's like, that's like a long, like, let's say, like, let's say the nature or something, like, for you, example, the tree. Yeah. They act a certain way while people are looking right like, who's to say they're not doing something else where nobody when nobody's looking exactly <laughs> that's the whole plot of toy story <laughs> right right yeah toy, <laughs> some toy story stuff and that's the whole thing about simulation and ever since toy story i started thinking about when i get and these aren't toys but i thought like if nobody's home are my dogs just like sipping coffee and like <laughs> doing yeah, stuff walking and around walking around like, <laughs> yeah. like, like anything's possible but like so in this observer effect, right, we say that we have to be observing anything for it to be real, right? So through that door right there, uh, the viewers can't see, but we're, I'm pointing to a door right now. <laughs> we are not 100% certain that anything through that door is real. <laughs> so that could be a way to save power. If we are in a simulation, it could be that perhaps it could be perhaps that they use this because we know that there can't be infinite computing power right. so they could have developed it they could have put it embedded it into the code that since you need to observe things to be real that what's outside of your five senses isn't real and then it just uploads as soon as you observe it my thing is with this i just feel like opposed to other scientists uh, sciences mm -hmm. this is almost like a pseudoscience it because because I be, there I don't know if there's any data that could be collected unless there were ways to confirm that existence. Well, okay, this is so, all like pretty speculative, right? And this there is science to back it, but it's more so of a we're relating all of the scientific things that pervade our universe because we're trying to come up and make it make sense right we're trying to make it make sense because we're trying to come up with a theory of everything we want to make an equation that is on one piece of paper that describes our entire universe e that is the number MC one c squared right, that, uh, right. <laughs> that is the number one goal of physics so to do that one of the ras rationalizations is 
simulation theory. So we see a whole bunch of commonalities. We see a whole bunch of these uh, recurring themes that kind of show us that it may be a simulation. I talked about the observer, uh, observer effect. It's a way to save power. The next one is our, our DNA is similar to computer code. Why do we have CRISPR? It's because we're, CRISPR is a way to program something, put it into your body, edit the DNA code, because we know we have the A, the acetazine, uh, oh God, you should know this, acetazine, glitazine, whatever, the AGT, mm -hmm. uh, uh, C, whatever, the way that- In the strands uh, of your DNA. The strands of your DNA, that's the same way as like the zeros and ones of computer code, yeah. kind of. Mm. Um, instead of binary, it's the four. So our DNA is similar to computer code. Another reason why the simulation could be real, why are there no aliens? It could be that when civilizations, or why haven't we seen aliens yet? This is assuming that we haven't seen aliens. It could be that when civilizations get advanced enough, they just escape the simulation. Or maybe. Or we're the only beings being simulated, and there's just nothing else out there. Or maybe aliens are not like what people think of these big green monsters. They're Ali not. They're, they, I'm sure they're not. Like aliens could, they might not even be a physical, yeah. like physical I said, thing we, we talking, see. We were talking about maybe that there's more dimensions than we could see. Yeah. They could just, ex they could exist on two dimensions and the yeah. aliens are like shadows. Yeah, that's Because our shadows saying. are two dimensions, right? spiritual. Right, or I'm they so could be six dimensional and we can't even perceive them. Yeah. Um, right. Um, yeah, that's crazy. And then another thing is purpose purpose why are we simulated we could be simulated to to um achieve a goal i thought about this while talking Perhaps. to my coworker one random day uh -huh. um and it's amazing how i don't know how it just came to my head but and i saw this in a video that confirmed my thought it, we could have a purpose in physics right now we're trying to come up with the theory of everything we could be simulated because whatever uh, civilization that simulated us, they don't know the theory of everything. So they're just like, oh, we'll create a simulation. Let's see if these guys figure it out. Yeah. So we could be we're that. the code. Yeah. And it's just inf it's an infinite mm, cycle. As exactly. we're trying to um, progress our technology to figure out the things that exactly. maybe are not capable by the human mind. Because we have code and maybe, we, yeah, you're, exactly. We could be the other civilization's code. And that code will make its code. Right. The process well, continues. Or our process, our purpose could be um, solving climate change. Like there's, uh, 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 there's so many different things. Like just like, it's just simulation theory. It's just honestly at the end of the day, whether it's true or not, it just gives us something nice to think about. This is like the essence of humanity. It's good to basically flex our brain. All in all, Ernie has to go. He has to go back to Orlando, unfortunately. So we have to end this thing sooner. Um, but you better believe that we're going to have a whole much more <laughs> developments of simulation theory because I'm going to do a lot more studying and we're going to have a whole, more, a whole bunch more episodes about simulation. Uh, anyway, to guys, bring it to a close. Yeah, we hope you guys really enjoyed how we brought the year um, into you guys. Um, we really apologize for not being able to close out last year as we hoped. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And we think, we th I think personally that this is a great episode um, for you guys to hop back in on us. Pause. Yeah. We and, can, you know, like, yeah, you can definitely, pause. this is definitely an introducible episode because we talked about a lot of different things. Yeah. Um, so, I did want to close yeah. the simulation open, theory. Open Pandora's uh, box. Yeah. I, we did close the simulation. I did want to close the simulation topic uh, just by saying this. Whether we live in a simulation or not, um, if you watch Matrix, you may know who Neo is. 
And if there is a simulation, I do aspire to be Neo. <laughs> I, I will break out. If, if this is a simulation, yo, whoever the moderators are up there <laughs> that are watching us. Or below. Or below. Or inside of us. Who knows? I'm, I'm breaking free, baby. Like, <laughs> But yeah, um, there's a lot more to come. Uh, I definitely want to talk about this more. So trust me, we're going to talk about science every week. So. Yeah, man, it's been a pleasure being on the show on y'all podcast. Hey, don't, don't don't give a conclusion yet because if you're a new viewer, we got a little tradition that we're I'm sure we're gonna keep up for the rest of this year. Uh huh. And that is what I'm best known for, aside from my appearance, my freestyling skills. Okay. <laughs> uh-huh. So uh, give me a beat. And since it's the first episode of 2021, we're gonna do a little spin on it. We're all gonna give a little freestyle. I'm going to go first. Ernie's going to give me the beat. Yeah. I'm going to pass it off to Ernie. I'm going to continue uh, the beat. I'm just a beat maker as a guest. I'm no, no, no. He's going to freestyle, too. Start the beat, Ernie. Come on. Boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats and boots bruh, and come cats on, and bruh. boots. Come <laughs> <laughs> I'm not vibing with boots and cats. <laughs> I don't know, bro. Yeah. 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 Emery on the beat. 2020 came to a close. 2021, yeah, man, we got all the beep. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, what? What I thought you were saying we got all the clothes. Like, <laughs> oh, 2021, we got all the clothes. And I'm about to pick out my fro with my main man, Ernie, because he's the bro, 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 bro. Yeah. Okay. I'm the bro you already know. It was nice being on this little show. Uh-huh. Unfortunately, it's coming to a close. Okay. Keep on viewing. You already know. Yeah. Pass it to my bro, Caleb. He run the show. Let me feel the beat, man. All right. Come on. Yeah. Hey, turn me up. Come on. Let's go. Get hype. Come on. Let's go. Let's go hype. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm feeling this thing, man. <laughs> yeah. Let's vibe. Hey. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you already know, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, I'm feeling it, okay, yeah, yeah. Did you seriously think I was going to freestyle? Dude, no. <laughs> That's the longest intro in the world, bro. Dog, we I'm ended, like, bro, on, <laughs> we ended like with the, a buzzkill. You know I like to sing, man, like, bro, look, I'd rather end it with a song. I want to sing a song, man. I'm a singer, I'm not a so rapper, So are you bro. going to? Or are you going to talk? Let's see. What song, can we, what song can we sing together, man? We usually sing uh, Michael Jackson. Oh, say can, can you see? see? I'm kidding, bro. What the heck? No, hey, oh, bro. I'm on whatever. I'm on whatever, bro. Real patriot shining through, Wait, bro. I was kidding. We're going to hit y'all with the smooth vocals. Oh, yeah. Wait, actually, I don't know how the song starts. How does the song start? Ding, 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 ding. No, no. Just say if it is love. Yeah, okay. My hands are frozen. Yeah. Bro. I can't even <laughs> but, all right. Are y'all ready for this? All right. If it is in love, why do I feel this way? Why does she stay on my mind? Yeah. If it is in love, why does it hurt so bad? Make me feel so sad inside. If it is in love. Baby now, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, Lord. Lord. yeah.
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Of the whole show, the whole sure. thing, and hey man, y'all are on to something this great. Is I say, the, I tell if you. we ever have a recurring guest, I think he's oh, yeah. gonna be the most recurring. Absolutely, that we're gonna have on the show. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, man. But uh, we really appreciated having you here. Yes, sir, man. I'm thank glad you. to be here. Thank you so much, man. I'm and thank in. you guys as well. In. If you watch to the end, uh, gotta do the standard YouTube stuff because we need to get it out there. Yeah, man. Please leave Share a it to like. Your friends. You leave know, a like. Subscribe. Content. You know, oh. if you're on um the Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever other platform you may be on, please come to YouTube or shoot us an email at our email because we love interacting with you guys. Absolutely. You I can think email our, us anytime. Our main goal of this podcast this year is gonna like really build our community. Yeah, and because people. yeah, we just want to get all our feelings out there, and we want you guys to be heard too. So we can address you on the podcast, yeah. and we can just make a enlightened family. Yeah. Two more things. Uh, f- first, Ernie also has a YouTube. Yeah, I was just uh, about to say that. Yeah, one. Sure. We'll plug that in the description. Yeah, of we'll YouTube put that video. in the description below. YouTube channel Breezy E. Yeah. Uh, sir. Yeah, Breezy E. So that's uh, he does great stuff. He's had videos with thousands of views. So uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely check out his channel. He has a lot of good stuff there. Um, and the other thing I wanted to say, uh, I have to say this on every episode. I forgot to say it. So um, just remember, um, and if you're new, go back in other episodes to really find the reason of this. But I have to say this on every episode. Uh, as humanity, we must get past the great filter. Mm. Just mm. if you don't know what I'm talking about, look it up. Go back in our episodes. Find out what I'm talking about. Oh, we also, must get past the great filter. I forgot. Usually, if you're a longtime viewer, you know we do a, a debate. At the end of the, or towards the end, after we finished all our main topics, oh yeah, but, um, we wanted to do a little flip on this episode, so we'll give a poll in the comment uh, comment section down below. We'll give you three options of what you want us to do, continuing on in the future. Maybe we'll keep on doing this every couple of episodes, but yeah. the most liked comment that we leave down there is what we'll do in the next video. Right. So Cause we be also sure to interact with us, right? Because we also had an idea of uh, doing games and stuff like that. So yeah. We'll, we'll definitely put a poll down there, so please, please, please comment. But um, I feel like I say this every time, but, like, man, it's just a blessing. It's it absolutely is. a blessing. I'm thankful for this platform. I'm thankful to do what we do because – You got to uh, have a voice. And when I, I have a voice, and when I, think of, voice, when I think of what gives me the most joy, it's podcasting or whether I'm out at school or whether I'm at home talking to my people or when I'm anywhere, it's having these conversations like this, breaking down the philosophy, the science, the, the humanities, like all this stuff, just like these conversations. And at the end of the day, communications, that's the essence of humanity. Man. Yeah. But so thank you, Ernie, for coming out here yeah, man, for yeah, the man. final final words of this first podcast. Yeah, man. I just really want to say, man, 2021. <laughs> 2021, baby. All right, guys. I mean, look, it's been great. Thank you. Man, you already Plenty know what of it is. To come. We love y'all. Love y'all. We're swimming. See Peace. Yes, sir. If I keep my feet planted to the earth, cause the people that hurt can understand it. You speaking outlandish, I'ma show you how to make it all work. Another planet, it's a short term goal for me.